Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Kids' Corner. And I have a feeling that Mr. Jacobs' radio is going to be switched on. And we'll all get to join our friends on the Kids' Corner. There's sure to be programs, songs, and tons of fun. So get ready. There's no telling what kinds of adventure and lessons are in store on this week's Kids' Corner. Well, here we go. Where are you? Shh, Laura, this is a library. I know it's a library, but this place is huge. Look at all the books. There's a reason it's called the Great Library. Are you guys going to admire the scenery, or are you going to help me? Well, we would be more help if we knew what you were looking for, Bailey. Yeah, what's here that we couldn't find anywhere else in historic Alexandria? It's got to be around here somewhere. Maybe one of the scholars can help. They spend all day looking at these books. They wouldn't understand. Well, they wouldn't be alone. What I meant was there's way too many books here. Too many for some old guys to know. Oh, excuse me. I didn't see you there. Is there something I can help you with, ladies? Uh, hi. I'm Bailey. It's very nice to meet you, Bailey. My name is Callimachus, and it's my job to know how to find all the books stored here in the Great Library. Really? All of them? That's right. I've been working on a system that makes finding books in this place easier. Want to see? Sure. I'm looking for this. Ah. Let's just look at my chart for a second. Hmm. Yes. Follow me. Where are we going? To find Bailey's book. But I thought Bailey said this place is too big for a bunch of old... Aha. There it is. But that's not a book. Libraries have more than books, you know. Well, what is it then? I'll show you. Listen very carefully. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Hello, Laura. How have you been? Pretty good. School is fun, but it's nice to not be learning things, you know? I hear you on that one. So, is anyone else here? Yep. Bailey and Carson are over by the radio doing some reading. Reading? Uh, don't worry. I don't think it's for school. Oh, good. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, do you have any other books like this? I'll have to check, Bailey. Be right back. How to throw a great party. You're throwing a party? Can I come? Uh, well, it's not really that kind of party, Laura. You mean I'm not old enough? No, I mean it's a family party. My little cousin is having a birthday, and I was voluntold to plan it. She's not finding good ideas in this book. It can't be that bad of ideas. I mean, that book has to be at least 30 years old. If a book has been around for that long, it must have something good in it. I'm not sure that's how it works. Carson's right. Just because something was around when our parents were kids doesn't mean it's good. I mean, look at this game. Spin the bottle? Is that when you toss a water bottle and try to make it land so it's standing up? That's bottle flipping. Totally different. Oh. Yeah, this has to do with kissing and stuff. You mean like kissing boys? Yuck! Gross! And that's why I need a more recent book. And it looks like Laura might need to listen to the radio. Yes, anything to get that thought out of my head. Ugh, ew. Are these books better, Bailey? Yeah, much better. These party ideas are actually good, which is more than I can say about that old party book. 
Oh, really? The other one was just too archaic for you, huh? No, it's just too old. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, it had some really strange stuff in it, Mr. Jacobs. Oh yeah, Carson. Let me see. May I direct your attention to page 32 in the party games chapter? Oh, hmm. Spin the bottle. I can see how that wouldn't be a good idea for a game these days. Or any days, for that matter. Laura's right. I don't see how anyone except creeps would like that game. No thanks. Sounds like looking for other games is the wisest thing to do. Wait, did you just call me wise? Hmm. I guess I did, didn't I? Yeah. I don't know if anyone has said that about me before. I'm confused. So, what exactly is being wise? That's a good question, Carson. Being wise is looking at a situation and choosing the best option possible. Looking at what? <laughs> what I meant was, when you have a choice and you choose the thing that will work out best, that's wisdom. I still don't think I get it. Would a drama script help? Yes. <laughs> okay then, I'll be right back. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the terrific drama, The Two Roads, an adapted biblical passage about wisdom. Once upon a time, there were three friends. I'm Amy. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anne. These three friends had many differences. Our names, mostly. Right. But one thing they had in common is they liked riding their motorcycles. We take road trips all the time. It's so fun to feel the wind in your face and hear the roar of the engine as you fly across the countryside. There's no thrill like it, except maybe roller coasters. Don't be ridiculous. It's nothing like a roller coaster. It kind of is. No, it isn't. Guys, let's stop arguing and just go to a theme park and see who's right. That sounds like a great idea. Race you there. Ha! You'll never beat me. As Jamie and Anne sped off, Amy got out her phone. Okay, phone. Take me to the theme park. Okay. In 200 feet, turn left onto Gerard Avenue. After setting her course, Amy headed down the road after her friends, both of which were already far, far ahead. Do you think we should wait for her? No, she'll be fine. It's not our fault she lagged behind. True. So which way do we go? Let's just follow the highway. There should be signs to the theme park when we get close. The highway was long and wide, and many cars were traveling in the same direction as the bikers. Jamie and Anne kept riding along for miles and miles, but Amy's phone told her to do something a little different. In half a mile, take the left two lanes, then keep right at the fork. But this road isn't half as big as the highway. All right, you say so, phone. As she followed the phone's instructions, the road got rougher and even a little bit scary. This doesn't feel right. Are you sure? In 500 feet, your destination will be on your left. <gasps> There it is. Amy had arrived. She paid for her ticket, went into the park, and had a great time. This is fantastic. I wonder where Jamie and Anne are. They're missing out on all the fun. Her friends had followed the highway until it became very clear that this was not where they wanted to be. Hey, Anne, isn't there supposed to be grass at this theme park? Yeah, 
That sign we passed a while back said, Welcome to Death Valley. I think we made a wrong turn somewhere. I don't see how. This seemed to be the right way. The moral is, when it comes to making good choices in life, we need to take time to figure out what will work out the best. Like getting directions. Right. Sometimes it seems easier to just do what looks like the right choice without thinking. But the Bible warns us that there are ways that might seem right at first glance, but in the end, well, let's say you can end up in worse places than Death Valley. You girls look a little concerned. Is everything okay? Kind of. Yeah, the drama had a little less than happy ending, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, I didn't know it would disturb you that badly. It was just a story. No, we get that, Mr. Jacobs. What's bothering me is you said that there are things that look like the right choice, but in the end they can get us into pretty big trouble. Yeah, so how are we supposed to know what the right choice is if the wrong choices look right? That sentence alone is enough to leave me all kinds of confused. <laughs> I'll try to explain. The ability of knowing the difference between right choices and wrong choices... Wisdom. Right. Wisdom can come from a few places. For instance, wisdom can come from our own experiences. Proverbs 22.3 and 24.16 tells us that when we mess up, we can learn from it and use wisdom next time. Or we can decide not to learn from it and make the same mistakes over and over. Uh, that sounds really dumb. But we all do it. Are you trying to say something, Carson? Just that we all make the same mistakes over and over without learning from it sometimes. Oh. Well, I guess that's true. Another way we can learn wisdom is by learning from others. Other people can have a lot of wisdom and experience, and when we listen to their warnings and advice, we can save ourselves a lot of trouble. Like it says in Proverbs 19.20. Like when my mom tells me to be careful not to get burned on the stove. Or when my teacher tells me not to jump off the swings at recess. You too? Yeah. Is there anywhere else we can get wisdom, Mr. Jacobs? I can think of one more place, Laura. And it's the best source ever. In verses like Proverbs 2.6, God tells us that He's the one that gives us the best wisdom. By knowing our Bibles and having God's Spirit in us, it becomes much easier to make right choices. And when we rely on His wisdom, He will make it clear which way we need to go. I've noticed something, Mr. Jacobs. What's that, Carson? All the Bible verses you've used today are from the book of Proverbs. Is there a reason for that? Is that the only place where it talks about wisdom in the Bible? Not quite, Bailey. The whole Bible has teachings about wisdom in it. But the books of Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes are where God specifically teaches us about how to live with wisdom. In fact, a lot of these books are thought to be written by the wisest person ever, King Solomon. Isn't he the guy who asked God to give him all the wisdom? That's the guy. Through King Solomon's writings, God teaches us all how to serve him. In fact, I might go as far as to say that wisdom is anything that helps us serve God better. I can see how serving God could be wise, and I'm learning a lot about wisdom today. But could I get some help with this party planning, Mr. Jacobs? I could use some of that advice you were talking about earlier. Sounds good, Bailey. Let's see what we've got here. Well, I'd better get going home. See you soon, Mr. Jacobs. Me too. See you around. Bye, girls. Want me to turn off the radio so we don't get distracted? <laughs> Sounds wise to me.